The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their heritage will remain forever. Psalm 37, verse 18. So in my writing about this, I focused on the, the days of the blameless. Uh, because uh, They only become possible, the what I wrote is, only because God and only God's Son, Jesus, died on the cross outside the walls of Jerusalem. He, the truly blameless one, would die as a sufficient sacrifice for each one of us so that we could become blameless in the eyes of God, which is kind of a, a, a version of uh, 2 Corinthians 5, uh, speaking about what, how, how, do, you know, we, how do we get the righteousness of God? Right. Well, somebody had to die in our place because if... if we rely on our own goodness. That's not goodness at all. It's our own interpretation of what goodness is, and it's way away from what God would see. Yeah. The, the, this is what you know. Theologians refer to as um, the attributed righteousness of God to us. So these terms come up in Paul's epistles regularly. He says to us as followers of Christ, "We're already saints. We're blameless." Uh, we're faithful, all of these things. Uh, but then later on, he commands us to walk in a way that will prove that we're blameless and to be faithful and uh, to live a holy life. Um, these things are already declared of us. They're our identity uh, being in Christ. Christ established that, our union with Christ. We died with him. We were buried with him. We're raised with him. We're seated with him in the heavenlies. All of these aspects determine what's really true about us. The ongoing process then is how we live into them or allow them to live out of us. Uh, and I do think it changes the dynamic of how we bring, I'm not working to attain these things. I'm working that they would become the overflow of my identity and what God has already done in me. One of the things that uh, I thought about when you were talking was, uh, the great commandment, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. And the second commandment is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. And here's the problem. Uh, I, I'm taking this back to what has happened in some of the churches in the United States where they go to the second commandment and diminish the first commandment so that uh, they're told to love their neighbor uh, as themselves, and that's the focus of everything we do, the soup kitchens, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, it's really phony. It's impossible. Without the first, the second will never happen. It'll be an aspiration that will never be achieved. It'll disappoint you. Start where it starts. Start with God. That's where the light starts, the love starts. That's where everything starts. And then it will. you will just go back to what you said uh, love the Lord your God and do anything you want. You will want to love your neighbor. Righteousness is not something that's attained. Righteousness is something that's declared over us by a, an amazing, loving God.